describe to me spiritual materialism and that will be our yeah launching and, point and and this is you know i don't know who coined this phrase and, and this is just from random wikipedia journeys i'm sure, sure but sure. the the notion uh as as i understood it was you know say if you're a monk and there is a certain level of enlightenment a certain spiritual state that you're trying to attain for yourself that you are you know just like one could be materialistic about a car or their possessions that this this is spiritual materialism. Now, this becoming a certain spiritual way is the the new thing that they are lusting after, uh, and that that is you know the whole goal is to not be lusting to to begin with, right? Uh, so it's you know uh, I, I'm very wary about uh, you know I, identifying as as anything uh, because you know I I just think it's a it's a slippery slope uh, and that you know we kind of uh, you know, I think of how, uh, just everything about a person can be commodified these days and how, you know, I think there are, uh, you know, there are these issues like, you know, when I was talking about spiritual, uh, materialism vis-a-vis -vis, like wokeness, right. And, sure. uh, where, you know, it's, I think it's very easy because of social media to, to, uh, be visible in one's opinion, which is very different from like doing anything or being anything, right? You're just saying, Hey, I'm this, you know? Yeah. Uh, and I, and I'm not saying I haven't been guilty of that. And I think, you know, at times everybody, uh, you know, uh, makes mistakes, but that's one thing that, you know, just reading that phrase and that concept and just kind of sitting with that for a little bit, it's like, yeah, you know, there, I think there's a lot of ways that, uh, the ways in which we think about ourselves uh, exist to just kind of, uh, uh, what's the word? Just make us feel better about our own behavior sure, without sure. actually changing it, you yeah. know? Uh, and and so, you know, that's uh, one of the things I'm always trying. I, and I don't know if I, this is just a compulsive, you know, I'm like I said, I don't ascribe to any one religion or philosophy. But I'm, I'm very much interested in like trying to live both uh, both right and well, if that is yeah. possible, yeah. right? As as as, far, as well as I can, uh, and uh, you know, and that's maybe a, a tall order, especially if you're like, well, I'm not going <laughs> to kind of any of these major structures of religion. I think they all have beautiful things to say, and they, uh, uh, you know, I I love all of them, but I don't think. I don't think I can use a structure. I think I have to just like, I think it just has to be a, a you know, what are you doing now? And are you doing the right thing now? Uh, yeah. And, and um, so, you know, I've, I'm very wary about, uh, you know, I, I advocate, uh, you know, for all kinds of local, you know, I, I keep an eye on local politicians uh, since the, uh, I don't know, the last few years. Uh, maybe that's just like me getting old and you know, I don't have a family, so I don't have anybody to like yell at. And I'm like, okay. <laughs> uh, and, you know, so there's a lot of uh, changes that I think happen that I don't think get a lot of attention. Uh, and so, you know, a lot of the stuff that I, I focus my time on uh, when I'm not, you know, making music or, you know, if I'm just reading up on things is I... I think of uh you know recent legislation uh that is just 
whatever your gender is, if it isn't male or female, there is just such a huge problem in people's minds. And I just like, I don't know why that is <laughs> for the life of me. Uh, because I, I, I'm like, here's the thing about that. Your gender doesn't really affect me in any way. My gender doesn't really affect you in any way, unless there's like specific context or it doesn't have to. Right. Uh, and so I, you know, I have had dear friends, uh, now that I have seen go through various stages of transitioning and, I, I, some of the proudest uh, feelings I've ever had about another person, right? Mm -hmm. When, uh, you know, and and I can think of one of them where, uh, uh, you know, I didn't didn't see them. Actually, a couple of them where I, I didn't see them for a significant amount of time. And so you just, uh, you know, knew that that was maybe in their future and then just kind of lose touch. And then you come back and I'm like, wow, like, you look fantastic, you know, and it's like, you're, you're not, it's like different, but like, I feel like just, uh, you know, and I, I just, it blows my mind that people are against that. I'm like, I, if I, people are modifying their bodies in every which way, I'm like, I, I don't know who's, why is this? I don't So it gets me very upset. Yeah. Uh, and so, uh, you know, but again, it's like, I, uh, that is, you know, I, I, because of these getting exposed to things like spiritual materialism, you know, this, this notion that, you know, I don't even know where I picked it up, but it was just like, well, Hey, that's not, that's not your struggle. So you have to be careful what you mm -hmm. say about that. Right. Like I, you know, I've, again, I'm like, I don't, I'm hesitant to identify as anything, but like my experiences thus far have all been heterosexual. So it's like, I can't just be like, yeah, I advocate for this mm -hmm. with, and, and then, you know, can't show up and be the guy that's speaking the loudest. Yeah. Uh, and so that's the, the kind of, you know, that when I see that spiritual materialism in that context taken to the extreme, that's the, you know, when you see these uh, uh, Raytheon with the, the rainbow logo, it's like, sure. hey, we're making missiles, you know, uh, making missiles to bomb people, but doing it in the name of gay pride. Or like, <laughs> okay, like that's, you know, this wokeness is, has become meaningless, right? Yeah, so um, in the absence of any sort of structural religious foundation that kind of this side of culture tends to have, that uh, it, it does seem like a lot of people either uh, came out of religion in some way, sure. and so we don't have as much of a foundation in a sort of cultural and moral framework. Yeah. But then also uh, even people who didn't grow up in religion, but in a way people that grow up without religion also kind of grow up against religion because the, those are the kinds of parents that kind of do that. Uh, <laughs> right. Sometimes you get a counter example instead of an example. Yeah. Yeah. And so in the absence of any sort of religious community, uh, humans, I feel, tend to kind of look for them anyways. And so wokeness in some regard has become a religion for those of us without religion. And, yeah, yeah. and it has, there's a sort of zealotry that is involved 
in it. And so political activism, you you can feel really good about it whenever you achieve something and, and real things are being achieved with it. But also it, it it can be equated to that same thing that you feel whenever you have a really good worship experience in a church. And I mean, I, I grew up Catholic as well and had been, you know, in Oklahoma, you experience a lot of the variety of different religious experiences and, and a similar thing can be experienced whenever, uh, you're at, <laughs> uh, a, uh, religious or not religious, a activism sort of space. And so, yeah, yeah that that kind of spiritual materialism can surface in places outside of spiritual specific places yeah. and it it does feel as though yeah the um, there is a lot of good intent behind it yeah, yeah and then it gets corrupted some way in some form along the way yes and that's i, I guess that's the when i say like i, I nothing is ever 100 percent good and not 100 bad i i think that's i think that's like somehow inherent in like human behavior somehow i like i don't know how to explain it but like that's just one of my suspicions about like the way the universe operates at large uh because i think every every movement uh, you know, you can't get anything done as an individual. And so every movement is necessarily going to have a spectrum of people uh, that vary, right? Because people are not the same yeah. in any way, you know? <laughs> uh, and then because of that, you're inherently going to have some number that splits off into some some faction. And it's just always going to be messy, which is is why, you know, I, I don't want to ever be a part of like a club, I guess. I want to... I want to be like, uh, I want to like help the old lady across the street. Yeah. That's like, that's really all it is. Like if, if, if there is a deed in my path that I can do good, that I want to be, you know, like, okay, like here's my time to do that. Uh, and a lot of the times, you know, uh, cause it's, it's hard to know how to contribute or how to affect change. And so I look to the people who have, more uh more problems than i have mm. in my day-to-day -day life and you know i have uh and one of the uh you know i was raised catholic and i think a lot of that uh whether you want to or not whether you wind up catholic or not uh sticks with you and i think uh, i really do look I, I think because of something i i i took from that uh uh i, I look for like well who's who's got their arms open and who's got their hands out right mm. uh, or maybe not hands out but who's who's saying yes you're welcome here and who's saying you're not welcome here yeah uh and i like i can't tell you how many times i have been in uh like a queer space where it was just like it doesn't matter who you are you're welcome here right mm. uh and i can't tell you how many times i have been in spaces where i have seen queer people be very much not welcomed. Mm -hmm. Uh, and I, I just like, I don't know how anybody, uh, that read the gospels could <laughs> be like, that's, you know, or, or like the, what do they call the beatitudes? Mm -hmm. You know, I'm like, well, okay. Uh, all right. So I, you know, I, and I, I think that's where, uh, 
I, I don't ever want to identify with a religion because I think it's, uh, they all get distorted somehow. They all, and I think it's because there's human actors in them and, and every human is, is, uh, subject to their flaws and, sure. you know, so it's just, everything comes out messy, uh, yeah, I I don't know if there's some uh, form of decentralized morality structure, like, <laughs> and in some ways, religion tried doing that. Like, even Christianity specifically, before it became an institution, was this cult, effectively, of of people doing good things, and yeah, historically, and like acts. Uh, or the, at least things they, they defined as good, yeah. right? Um, but they created these communities that that were good and and weren't contingent on belief, but just were doing good things. And that sort yeah. of decentralized moral behavior was there. But then I don't know if just if is it inevitable that any sort of structure okay. uh, like here's perpetuates and then here's what <laughs> yeah, I think yeah. happens. Okay. Uh, somewhere in the, you know, uh, post-war era. Right. Because I, uh, I, I think that queerness has always been here mm. and intersex people have always been here. Uh, and so I, I think that this became as, as these issues became politicized. Uh, I, I think somewhere in this post-war era uh, era of American politics, we became more concerned with our identities than like with what happens in the world. Right? <laughs> it's like I, I don't, you know. It's it's. I think of the support our troops, stick on sure, ribbons, sure. right? Where it's like. Uh, you know, I, maybe there's some argument to be made that that like there's 99 cents that gets donated somewhere. But I and, and like, well, what are those troops doing that we're supporting? And and do we <laughs> I, and I, I don't I'm not saying that it's bad or good what they're doing. But why is it bad that you question it? That mm -hmm. is very suspect to me. Right. Uh, so anyways, I'm getting off track. Uh, I think there was this this focus on the individual identity. And I think what happened there was uh, the the people in power always only saw it as you know men and women and 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 well as long as it's that way and, and we're making all the money and they're in the kitchen doing their woman stuff making food and whatever then you know life's great uh, and you know I think uh, I I just that has never reflected my experience with women or with men uh, in the world mm -hmm. you know I'm like I. I, I don't see a clear correlation uh, between what types of interests or behavior or activities you like. Uh, and, you know, it, it all just seems made up to me. And I'm like, this is just, uh, it's just shorthand. It's convenient to say this is male and this is female. Like, I think, you know, the whole thing is just kind of uh, this made up game that we play, right? Mm -hmm. But because we need to refer to stuff and we have to be in this material world communicating. Uh, you have to have the words and people associate the words with that identity. And so now we've got the politicization of these pronouns and you know, all hell breaking loose and sure. uh, trying to keep uh, people out of certain sports. And, you know, again, all, all I think of is, uh, you know, if I break this down to how I feel is like the, the little boy inside of me, this little Christian boy, <laughs> it's like, well, uh, 
Jesus had his arms open. Mm -hmm. He pushed people out. I, I, like, I don't feel like it's any more complicated than that. Uh, and like, I don't identify as Christian anymore, but I feel like anybody that does, how do you be against anybody based on any, anything, you know? Uh, you know, I think the same way with crime, what we define as crime uh, has largely more to do with how much uh, capital you had access to by your birth, you know, <laughs> which and a lot of the time dependent on, you know, uh, the several generations before you, uh, where you come from or, or, you know, what, uh, access those generations had to capital. Mm -hmm. So, yeah, I feel like so much of it is this like crapshoot, but people like to think they're, uh, self-made, uh, I don't know. Yeah. Um, this is, this is the first time I'm kind of having this thought. So this is interesting that, uh, power or those in power, like structure because structure is controllable, mm -hmm. right? Mm -hmm. You you put water in a cup and you can control the water, but if the water is not in the cup, you can't actually hold it with your hands very well. Right. And so the, <laughs> the current institutions don't have a way of structuring the whatever freedom of gender expression that is happening. And so they just see that as a loss of power, right? The <laughs> yeah. Well, and I'll, I'll tell you why they see that as a loss of power, right? We are seeing this shift from, you know, uh, I think everybody was raised with this notion that like uh, America is a democracy and the power comes from the people. And that's a beautiful idea. Uh, but what, you know, is becoming more and more apparent uh, is that there have always been enormous swaths of wealth uh, and all laws over time have, have bent towards that wealth. Uh, and, and I think they've been harder and faster the larger that wealth gets. Uh, and that the origins of that wealth are not pretty, I will tell you that. Uh, and I think it's silly to think that any... Uh, like that that wealth was somehow uh american right like that uh you know this case for reparations to me is like i'm like no like mathematically guys i don't know how you don't get it mm -hmm. like this is stolen labor from stolen people that you got from another place mm -hmm. like uh so you know i get uh very upset about these things uh and again it's like this uh aren't my struggle, right? So try to be careful about, uh, <laughs> you know, what, what I let, uh, uh, upset me. Um, sorry, I've got, I've gotten off topic. No, you're good. But that, I mean, that of just what power tends towards, I, I think is, is one thing you were alluding to. And so, um, this always ends up happening. Uh, <laughs> oh, oh, why? Okay. Why, why that transition? I guess what's happening is it's, they need to control these people that they don't understand in terms of uh, what we're saying is it's not the people are the source of the power. The people are like, I think basically labor. They're like fuel. We <laughs> like uh, the more any, any way that you can make them poor. <laughs> <laughs> and, and make their life harder mm -hmm. you are making them more dependent uh on their job mm -hmm. uh and i think right now uh i i don't think i have ever seen evidence to the contrary that 
uh, the the powers that create laws in this country uh, are beholden to anything but capital. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't. I think they, for a period, might have uh, used religion as a way to sway people, and maybe some of those people bought into their own propaganda a little bit. But I, I don't think, uh, you know, I don't think that there's like a positive aim behind the this nation at large, right? I think it's it's a, a money machine that no one is in control of. It has gotten out of control, and it's creating these like monster billionaires. And I don't like the looks of that. Uh, <laughs> uh, if that answers whatever the question, sure, was. sure. Uh, it always kind of comes back to this for some reason for me, but. Uh, a question I tend to ask in the previous podcast, but do you believe in free will or just free will question mark? <laughs> yeah, it's, I mean, it's a, it's a, a lovely question. It's an age old, <laughs> it's a classic, right? Uh, I, I believe that it definitely feels like I have some, you know, uh, so when I say I, what I really refer to is not like a body. It's like, it's like feels like there's something looking through peepholes, sure, you know, sure. uh, and, and this all just happens. You know, I never see the back of my head. I'm just like stuck mm-hmm. in this mask of experience. The you is uh, the thing behind your eyes. Yeah. <laughs> and, uh, you know, I, I, I think that it feels like I'm capable of making decisions and influencing the world. But I, I think it also is very apparent that the, the world influences me back in ways that I'm still just now getting a, a language to even understand how, you know, where uh, once you kind of, at least in my experience, I, I kind of grew up and, you know, for me, it was learning, uh, what's his name? Howard Zinn's uh, People's History of the United yeah, States. Right over there. <laughs> where it's like I knew you know I was exposed in in college uh you know to a teacher who who really changed my life and on, honestly I don't know how I have not brought her up this far <laughs> she is probably the uh you know center uh most intellectual influence on my life uh but her name is Dr. Catherine John uh she's Jamaican born uh got her doctorate I believe at, uh on the east coast in Boston somewhere um uh, and I'm bad with universities and degrees and all of these facts, but, uh, uh, I wound up in one of her classes at OU. Uh, and she just, you know, she was, she was a person that like, I, I I knew I was looking for something. I knew, you know, I never felt like, uh, I was being given the full story. I felt like when I had questions that were too big, nobody could answer them. And, and, and I just didn't feel like I, like the world in my immediate surrounding was just too perfect to, uh, that something was missing. Right. And her classes were, I think the, the first, like, yeah. So if you haven't been outside of the U S a whole lot and you haven't seen <laughs> a lot of other things, uh, you know, it's like, this might be kind of a ride, sure. <laughs> and, uh, you know, there's things in there, like uh, there's a, a book, I don't remember the exact title, but like how the, uh, IMF. Oh, uh, it's like how the IMF bankrupted, uh, you know, uh, huge parts of the world. I don't remember the, the name of the title, but just, you know, I, I'm bad with economic systems. I don't have a like firm academic grasp of any of this anymore, but, uh, she introduced me to this notion of like, there is a geopolitical system. And, and that's, that's why history is interesting. It's not like the stories of these guys and these battles. It's like these power plays are still affecting us. Mm-hmm. And, and the struggle has never ended. Uh, and, and really most people, 
uh, have never known a fraction of the freedom that I personally have known. And I'm still upset about the things that I don't feel, even if it's not me, people that are my peers that I love are not, don't consider free, you know? Uh, so she, you know, really introduced me to, uh, you know, post-colonialism. She, I took, uh, 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 Afro-Caribbean literature course with her. I took, uh, she had a hip hop as literature course that I was dying to take, but never got to take with mm -hmm. her. Uh, uh, African-American film class. Uh, she had just really laid out, uh, you know, just all of the things you kind of don't get in the sort of mainstream history, you know? Uh, and there was something that, you know, I was like, this is what, like how, it just feels so urgent to learn this stuff mm -hmm. and like, you know, and then you tell people about it and they, it, you're, they're kind of like, Oh yeah, that's crazy. <laughs> and that's, <laughs> but I'm like, no, like, uh, you know, I think of that, uh, uh, you know, this is a, maybe a little extreme, but I, I'm, you know, I don't really think so anymore, but there's that, uh, uh, that sketch. I can't remember if it was Fry and Lori or, uh, uh, a peep show guys, where you know they're the like Nazi soldiers, and it's just occurring to them. They're like, "Wait, are we the baddies?" Yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, I'm like, well, you know, if you look at this, the history of conflicts that we've been in, and like, what did you know? What were the economic stakes behind all of these? You know, where were those weapons of mass destruction? The, you know, what happened with that? <laughs> like, uh, you know, you, over time, you're like, this is it's it's all garbage. I don't really, you know, I've completely lost faith in our political system to do anything but serve, uh, corporate interests, mm -hmm. you know? Uh, and, and the more I learn about, uh, the history, I, I don't think it was ever really about anything else, mm. uh, I'm except nudge you back towards free will here. <laughs> oh yeah. So, uh, all of that to say, I think that was, that was kind of what, what, did it for me it was I, I felt like that kind of put my life in a different context where now suddenly, you know, I think and it took a while for all that to sink in. Uh, but before that, I, did, I, I was kind of aimless and I, I wouldn't have had any idea free will or not. It didn't seem to matter at the time. It was just sure. like I there was stuff, lots of stuff I was interested in, but I just felt kind of tortured and pointless and, <laughs> uh, you know, and so there's lots of drug usage and, you know, a lot of uh, uh, great things happened too in that period. But, uh, you know, as, as I'm older, I, I do think that we all have free will. And I, you know, I think the whole point of life is, uh, to use that free will for the good of everybody or what's, what else is the point of, of being here? I think of that Toni Morrison quote of, you know, this is not a candy game is I think what she said, <laughs> just like, no, you idiot. Like if, if you have privilege, like you should, you know, it comes from someplace and where does it come from? It's your responsibility to look into that and figure out where it comes from. And you should probably try to make sure that it comes from a good place. And if it's not coming from a good place, then you should probably try to set up a way to transition that to a good place. Sure, sure. So I, I yeah, I think we have free will. <laughs> I, I think the point of free will is exactly that. Sure. Uh, so I, I don't believe in free will, and the the way that we look at power structures sort of changes from that perspective. Uh, and so the. <laughs> systems have emergent properties that create tendencies sure. within them. And so uh, this is just like 
a, a thread that keeps coming up in my life and I keep just using it to explain everything. <laughs> There's there is a song and I Google Drive folder that I have titled Emergent Phenomena. So I, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I feel you. I feel you. And the the way that systems are structured, like what you said about how when you look at history, there's a geopolitical trend that is going. And I think that the, uh, yeah, because of the emergent properties that happen within systems, the the same thing that happens whenever a clump of cells becomes a cancer or whenever a clump of cells becomes just an organ uh, <laughs> and, and the things that happen from there. And so we think that we've finished upward grouping on like governments or countries or whatever, but it, it just like keeps going. And so the, the emergent intelligence that appears from, corporations or just right. governments or whatever power structures that we find ourselves in right. uh, have their their emergent properties their tendencies that move in ways that are not immediately recognizable to us but they the way that these systems are structured do end up benefiting those people in power and so to look at, for me, to look at systems without free will allows us instead to analyze the systems themselves rather than the actors within them. Wait, say that again. <laughs> to look at systems in the absence of free will allows us to analyze the systems themselves instead of the actors within them. Yeah, okay. <laughs> and so... You you could say that, oh, Vladimir Putin is just an evil asshole or something, or that there is a whole structure of things that right. go far beyond Vladimir Putin himself. Right. Has a huge history that's impossible <laughs> to learn in the, what, two weeks since this broke out? Yeah. So maybe you don't have an opinion about it that you've broadcast. Yeah, and, and I don't. So. Yeah. <laughs> and so many people do, and I, uh, you know, and it's... It's infuriating. Uh, but sorry, you were going somewhere right, with, right. with free will. Well, so, so the, you can't look at just the situation or any situation of, of politics or power or whatever without also seeing the things in inherent in the system that create those tendencies anyways. And so right, right. why would Vladimir Putin want more land? Why would the United States use United fruit to like colonize all of South America all over again. The, sure. like <laughs> the, it goes beyond the individuals in the system or the ones that are supposedly in power of things because it exists outside of them. It is a sort of meta intelligence that exists okay, beyond but, us but and intergenerationally as well. How does that, so how does that conflict with free will is my question that because i agree with all that sure sure um that we are the products of environment and genes and it instead of so i think free will allows us to think we can punish 
and have this concept of deserving. <laughs> and, and so, right. uh, if you, if you steal and you know that stealing is bad, then yeah. you are bad and you made a bad decision. Still agree with, still agree with you. Uh, or <laughs> many things in life contributed to, and, and it's very difficult to just start speaking about actions and things happening outside of the like way that language is structured around free will so it's here's a ridiculous sentence there are many things that contributed to what led that individual to be forced to do something that is against the law in order to survive which is just a a very long-winded way of saying they had to steal And I'm still with you. I, I still think that that can all be true and that free will. I think that even if you if you have no other choice, uh, that like you're still making an action. I think that there is a free will. I because I think that. So I guess let me I have to address like multiple things and what <laughs> sure, you just sure. said here. Uh, and I'm, I'm trying to like kind of formulate it. But I think what you're saying about this this notion of like the way capital moves, the way corporations move and how there's this like meta layer. Mm. uh, I think you're absolutely right. That uh, not only does it obfuscate like a certain morality uh, and uh, a certain uh, covers up decision-making, but it's designed to do that on purpose. Right. Uh, I don't think that that means there's no free will. I think that just means pieces of shit that have the ability to do that decided to do that and now we all have less agency because of that right uh i don't do you do you think those people in power have a choice do you think an exxon executive has the choice to like pull out (laughs) i think i i don't think that they don't have the choice i think that by nature of being in that position, they are making the choice that they would make, right? If if you were born... Now you're growing beyond the, the linguistic limitations of free will. <laughs> yeah, well, and, and like, maybe that sounds uh, more deterministic, but I think that, uh, I think that we're a combination of, uh, I, I, a combination of nature and nurture, right? That, mm-hmm. that we are, uh, it's impossible to tell the difference between how I uh, uh, affect my environment and how my environment affects me mm-hmm. because it's, everything's messy, you know, mm-hmm. nothing is, you know, language is neat little cubby hold things, but life isn't like that. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think that you can grow up to be, uh, you know, and I think that's, uh, I kind of believe in at least as a thought exercise, this notion of radical empathy where you pick, you know, uh, somebody like Donald Trump would be like, how did he get that way? Yeah. Uh, and you know, I, I read, I didn't finish it because I just didn't care enough about him as a man. Uh, but I started to read his aunt or whatever, whoever it was, uh, Mary Trump, uh, uh, her book just because I was, I just like, I was just so mad, you know, I was like, Oh, why? And, and how could this person exist? And now he's in charge. And, you know, and I wanted to like, just understand, I was like, well, what if he, you know, what if he just like needs something? What if he's just like, you know, uh, which I, I think that, you know, uh, I don't think there's like a fixing that. Uh, so don't, <laughs> don't get me wrong. Uh, 
But, you know, you see, it's almost, you know, kind of predictable. It's rough childhood and, you know, he was the way that he was treated, he now treats others. You know, mm-hmm. it's, I, I think that it's, uh, it doesn't excuse his behavior. But I also don't think uh, the the thing for free will about, or to me about free will is I, I think it's it's very easy to go with the flow of, uh, the status quo with the habit of, of living. Mm-hmm. Uh, but you always have the option to break that habit. And I, I think you always have, you know, uh, like, I mean, I'm, I just the other day celebrated 14 months without a cigarette. Right. And that's mm-hmm. very hard yeah. to make that decision uh, because you don't just make that decision once that's <laughs> God knows how many times I've quit. Uh, but, uh, you know, you make that decision every time the idea comes up, you know, you're like, Oh shit. Like great. World war three is happening. I want nothing more than a cigarette right now, but that's not who I am anymore. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I've, and you know, and I, I don't even believe in being a thing, but who I am now is a, is a person in the moment that thinks about a cigarette and says, no, you know, yeah. that's, that's how I, that's all I can define myself in like <laughs> one moment. And that's it, you know? Um, uh, and I, I think that if, you know, it, I, I think that if I could do that, uh, I don't know. I don't know why that would happen without free will. I think it's just that it's so, uh, I think that people's agency is just that limited is, is my caveat here. Like, mm-hmm. I'm not trying to say uh, that the person who's stealing ought to be punished because they made a choice. Uh, the person who made it, not that is a person, right? Because it's this meta thing, <laughs> it's this Ouija board that prevents us from blaming anybody mm. of uh, circumstances that make somebody homeless to begin with, right? Mm. Uh, when really, I think it's like, no, we, uh, I think it's clear what makes people unhoused uh, is we have these systems uh, that we're, we're not keeping uh, corporations across the board seeing like these record uh, record profits and cutting the the amount they're paying their workers. Mm-hmm. Like we have a system that just doesn't it's unregulated yeah. uh, and in just basic ways. I'm not an economist. I'm not even a politics guy. <laughs> I just <laughs> I just care about certain things. And lately, I'm like, I if nobody else is going to give a shit about local politics, it's like I, you know you have to at least keep an eye on what's happening, you know, because yeah. I don't trust the local news or the New York Times even to like report anything honestly anymore. Sure. Uh, something that uh, I feel like is a common misunderstanding in my stance of free will or lack thereof is that there is an assumed lack of accountability. And I just don't think that's true. So how do you mean? Uh, People assume that like, well, if you don't believe in free will, then people can't be held accountable because it's not they didn't make that choice or whatever. And it's like that's not necessarily you can still if the guy doesn't have a choice, you can still throw him in jail. Right. And so and I think that's the thing that we need to analyze systems and structures through that lens rather than through a sort of I 100% agree with that moral agency sort of point of view and so in I think that if someone is just like murdering people then they do need to be neutralized so that they stop murdering people and then we can deal with the rest of it (laughs) yeah 
I see. I, okay. So I agree with most of what you're saying. And, and I, I think this is a difference. I, I will also clarify that neutralize does not mean to kill or whatever, yeah, but sure, to sure. literally make neutral. Uh, I, I agree that I think we have been conditioned to look at the systems of power in this uh, world, I'll say, <laughs> uh, in a certain lens that focuses on the individual. I mean, look at how we think of climate change, right? Yeah, yeah. Are you using straws? <laughs> Motherfucker, I don't make straws. I don't make straws by the gross, gross, gross to the 10th degree and supply them to every restaurant in America. I'm not the problem. I'm not, you know, a corporation that's dumping oil anywhere. I don't have a, you know, million gallons of oil somewhere to spill into the Gulf. Uh <laughs> And, and I think that that is true very much on uh, just like every level, right? I think with, in terms of crime, uh, I think seeing it through this lens of the system tends to punish people who are in these circumstances mm -hmm. rather than, uh, uh, and again, this is like, rather than looking at as, as a, a person, as an identity, you're looking uh, at, at a person as a complex history mm -hmm. of, you know, which again, this is like the, the flaw with language. I, <laughs> one of the things I really, uh, this has been time and time again, just a theme in my life is the inadequacy of language. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, this, because we have to put everything in this weird cloud-like meta structure that absolves us of all individual guilt. Uh, well, that only works one way, right? It only works upwards uh, <laughs> and the power structure it never benefits the little guy, right? It never benefits the poor person and never benefits anybody that isn't like, you know, straight and white and male and all of these things, right? Uh, so I guess while I agree that like, I think that is, I think that I, I don't agree with the underlying presumption of like, well, that person didn't have free will because I think that's, uh, and again, this is like, uh, I'm coming from a, place of privilege so i'm open to <laughs> to whatever uh but coming from the background you know when i try to think uh as an artist what what can i bring to the world is you know now that i'm like wow you know i was raised and you know what i really see is like it's a settler colony you know this is like this was land that was taken and people were wiped out and like this we just live here. So it's like everybody thought it was cool. We, nobody was like, oh, that was bad. Maybe we should do something about it. Mm. Uh, and and until uh, present day, until, you know, so me, I'm living here. I'm not doing anything about it. And like <laughs> that gives me all of these like, well, what what can I do? Right. Uh, and what I, I believe, you know, is dependent on or, or uh, this notion of having free will is that I just need to testify honestly about what what it is that I've seen and what is what is so bothersome about it because it it is very bothersome to me and it's bothersome that uh you know I uh you know I have this tenuous relationship with my family because they're worried about bringing up a certain political thing or something and uh I'm like it's not you know I'm not here to to yell at anybody uh but you know uh, also if somebody says something that I disagree with like Sometimes I get upset, you know, yeah, yeah. like, uh, so I, but I, I, I think that it's critical to, for the people that are in my position, right. Mm -hmm. When, when you are on the, not even the, you know, tippity top of the, the privileged spectrum, but, uh, if, if yours up there, right. 
uh, I think you have to realize that it's it's not it's not that like they couldn't physically make another choice that they were like forced into stealing something. It's like, no, they decided to steal. Mm -hmm. It was a better option to mm -hmm. steal that if you were there, you would have stealed stolen <laughs> uh, as an English major. Uh, because I, th I think everybody hears about a crime and their first thought is like, oh, that'd never be me. And I'm mm -hmm. like, well, if you had a child and that child hadn't eaten in three days and you were in a Walmart and the guy wasn't looking and there's like a loaf of bread, what you let your child starve? Are you evil? You know, I the system, uh, the system that governs the human body and, and families and love to me far supersedes the system of capital and 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 Walmart's rules. You know, <laughs> but we are so uh, ingrained with those systems uh, that they have infringed upon the human systems, and and so that's where I don't want it to be. Uh, I don't want us to ever look at the people that are getting arrested or people that are getting uh, handled horribly by law enforcement as uh, less than human, even if it is a philosophical free agency thing, <laughs> uh, because they're human as fuck, their deaths and their mishandling is real. Mm. Uh, but also I, I just think it is really critical that like you can empathize with uh, the guy stealing. Like if yeah. if you can't do the 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 thought experiment of being like, well, what if what if it was? What if my personal complex history played out differently? What if I got you know my parents' house got hit by a tornado mm -hmm. and I didn't go to college? Mm -hmm. You know, uh, you know, I'm, I was adopted, so I often think like, what if I just wound up <laughs> just clean elsewhere? Yeah. You know. Could, could have happened to anybody, could have landed anywhere, you know? Uh, and so there's a lot of, you know, psychologically it's weird, like, uh, like Stockholm, not Stockholm syndrome. I don't know what you call it, like survivor's guilt almost. Sure, sure. Like I was just born as like, it won this like human lottery and like, yeah. why? I don't, I don't know. And like what, uh, and I see these things like, what can I, what can I put that into? What can I do with it? Uh, yeah. And I think it's critical for people who are, that have that privilege, see uh, that, they do have agency because our agency on whether you're privileged or not, I think our agency is largely restricted by the, the structures of power uh, and privilege is very relative. If you're a billionaire, you're the most privileged. Mm -hmm. uh, but I think that there's got to be uh, an acknowledgement of free will that like, listen, there's going to come a time where, uh, I don't know, there has to be a standing up to the structure of power, right? Mm -hmm. Uh, I don't think that we can continue making Jeff Bezos and like four other dudes <laughs> like hyper wealthy while everybody else can't afford to like get their teeth fixed. Mm -hmm. uh, but I think that we all make decisions and should be held accountable for our decisions. Just the systems that we do that right now in terms of law and how we define crime are all fucked up. Sure. Yeah. Uh, I guess something else to clarify is that uh, an absence of free will does not mean an absence of value. Uh, that's something. Uh, and then that just because the level of apparent options are lesser in those that have less power doesn't mean that even those that have more power and have more quote unquote freedom, they also do not have free will. Uh, is what I'm saying. And so the <laughs> it's more that 
the what you were saying, the the ex- extreme empathy of putting yourself in in anyone's shoes, whether it is a criminal or where it is a specific criminal in that of Donald Trump, and that uh, <laughs> that uh, you can sort of do that exercise and follow the equation of this is what came out of it. And so the, and then the unfortunate part is also that like we have to face just like the, the purely logistical or uh, pragmatic ways of arriving at this conclusion, which is, have you ever meditated? Very Uh, much so. And, uh, so like with, uh, Vipassana meditation specifically, you are, focusing on the breath you notice how thoughts arise and then you try and uh refocus back to the breath have you ever been able to find the source of thoughts arising uh i mean i would i would answer a fat no to that (laughs) but you know and this is just like a funny example that people use to just like really like throw a, a big question mark into the free will thing. Right. Uh, <laughs> and yeah, because if you do sit alone long enough and try not to think it is truly impossible <laughs> to, yeah. to just like not, uh, <laughs> I think, yeah, it's like that. I think that notion is a red herring, you know, the, that you're going to like sit down and until like you have some psychedelic experience or something. I'm like, no, the goal is like, you should, just sit down and you like meditating is inherently, uh, you know, without, I think some sort of, uh, insane experience, uh, rewarding. Right. Yeah. It's, it's just, uh, literally just being able to notice exactly where you are. And, and that's a really good thing to do. Uh, (laughs) um, but like, yeah, so there's just kind of the, the base layer, I guess. But then as that, keeps going up I, I feel like we can find every which way that every decision was made and we can it's unfortunate bootstrap logic but like <laughs> the the choices that you made there are exactly the choices that you were going to make I think it's something you actually said earlier uh about like an Exxon executive sure, and sure. and that is that's just the case every time. <laughs> and, and, and so here's where an interesting bootstrap logic comes in is that, uh, one, we should structure systems as though we did not have free will so that we can better kind of guide behavior sure. to, for everyone, not just those in power or without. Sure, sure. Uh, and then that the things the choices that we make again uh, language is weird the choices that we make influence the environment for other people and right. that also changes the kinds of choices that they are going to make and so by us having this conversation uh, and in and even talking about how structures and systems work in ways that benefit the powerful actually make it more probable that the result the resulting choice that someone else would make would be that of something against the system 
<laughs> and so we're we're kind of adding coins to that bank sure. so that it eventually weighs on the side of hey let's help people and not the yeah, self yeah. or something <laughs> and, okay. and again that sort of bootstrap logic and sort of saying that like make choices because we don't make choices <laughs> yeah yeah I, and i was definitely like man he's, he's saying the word choice an awful lot for defending yes. you know uh <laughs> and yeah i you know i i agree with really you know i think i agree with the effects of what you're saying or like the <laughs> uh yeah yeah <laughs> but i i i think i just have seen too many you know, I, and maybe again, this is like the inadequacies of language. It's like, how do you, you know, how do you define a choice or a decision? Right. Sure. And like, if, if agency is a thing, is it binary or is it, is it, do you have some agency and sometimes more agency and sometimes less agency? Uh, and you know, uh, but I think like with all problems of language, because of a lack of better option you until you make a better way to talk about it you use the existing language yeah and hence why i had to say choice so much right <laughs> and 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 in the way i i see it i i very much uh you know even if you know because i i have read a lot of things and then pondered on this notion of uh you know non-dualism right that uh you know, that my identifying with this meat suit, this body, uh, uh, just because I happen to be peeping through, uh, these peepholes, uh, you know, it doesn't necessarily mean I am this meat thing. Right. Uh, and you know, so I think there's a lot of, uh, you know, you could break down what, what makes free will, uh, you know, like, is, am I actually deciding to do something or is it just happening because it's the sum of both my actions and all of the actions that happened to me? And it's like, I, it's kind of six of one, you know, I'm like either way, uh, it feels like I get to choose the stuff that I do, yeah. uh, within a certain context, because, yeah. you know, like I, there's a lot of stuff that I can't afford to do, you know, or there's a lot of stuff that I, I would do differently if I had different access to money, right? <laughs> All of us probably would mm. like, yeah, you know, like if I got, if I got paid more, I'd probably be like, yeah, I should probably like go to a dentist more often. I should mm. Probably like, you know, fix these like things that I haven't done in a long time. It's like, you know, I've got like a tooth that like should have a crown on it that just doesn't have a crown. It's just been like a stump for I don't know. I'm like, I don't, uh, it's expensive. Yeah. I don't, the, the world is scary right now. I'm not, you know, I might need that money. There might be some, who knows, you know? Yeah. Um, so <laughs> going all this back to like changing systems and like kind of activism and all this sort of thing sure. is that I, I bring this perspective in order to say that, Rather than just saying this law doesn't need to be this law, it needs to be this law, we need to kind of look at it a little bit more differently. And so the instead of just saying, yeah, people who are trans or non-binary should be able to like make choices in their lives about their own bodies. Uh, <laughs> but But then also looking at the systems that allow those in power to 
have that kind of power. And so like, how can we structure the system in such a way that they are not incentivized towards those decisions? And so we can make it to where the, the system sort of built in has a way of disincentivizing those kinds of decisions. And so how can we, instead of saying, uh, whenever you pollute in this river, you pay a fine. It's instead like whenever you pollute in this river, your tax rates go up and every single time that you're caught doing it, it just keeps compounding. Sure, uh, sure. and so the, the, and that's just a example I just pulled out of my ass, but like we can structure systems that discourage behavior in such a way that it doesn't matter whether or not there are good or bad actors behaving within it but simply the system itself creates a a a river that is the behavior that we're trying to flow towards yeah yeah i and i think that essentially you know uh i mean you're talking about like uh you know absolutely redesigning an economic model i think you know yeah. and uh, and <laughs> yes. and legal legal model you know and uh and I, I think, you know, this comes back to my problem is I, you know, I used to read a lot uh, these days. I don't read as much. And I feel like now it's like, so I kind of remember certain stuff and I never feel like I can credit anybody correctly. So I just feel like an asshole all the time. Uh, but I know in, in reading about uh, uh, anarchism and anarcho syndicalism, you know, it's like I never got. Uh, didn't didn't feel like I needed to read super deep into that because I, I just felt like uh, cool ideas and a, a cool lens to look at power and shifts in power and power structures. Uh, but you know, I I think of uh, I always try you know if I take a side on something, I always try to at least be familiar with the points on the other side. And one of those you know uh, recently that keeps coming up is you know, these police and, you know, what if the police don't have enough money? What are we going to do? I just say, you know, we give them more money than most nations, entire military, but you know, what if we've got to fund these police? Uh, and it just seems a little bit wild to me that, uh, like, how can you see that much money going to the police and not have some questions when there's yeah. like such gaping problems. Yeah, well, know? that's just the, the the manufactured consent machine has worked very effectively. Uh, yeah. <laughs> and, you know, it's uh, I don't know. It's hard. You know, I, I wish uh, I, I knew better how to like get how to, how to like uh, wake people up to certain things, you know, and that's like I think to me right now, the biggest one uh, is, you know, the way especially locally, uh, you know, most of the stuff I kind of uh, am keeping an eye on uh, in terms of local government has to do with, you know, policing and, you know, it's not usually good, uh, but there's, you know, there's some, some positive things that have been happening. Uh, and we've got, you know, I think at least uh, in the center of the city, we've got a, a good group of political actors doing good things. Uh, um, but, uh, you know, to get back to the, uh, you know, sort of free will <laughs> issue, I guess. Uh, I don't know. I, I think that even having, I, I just think that like humans are inherently flawed. And I think it's because, you know, uh, we, we can talk about lack of free will when we're within a restrictive structure. But then if, 
that structure falls apart and it's like there are no rules if if the white house is nuked overnight mm. and we're just here alive and we have to now find a way to stay that way uh and they're like the rules go out the window then it's like well you know then what you know how do you uh and i you know i think structuring power in any way is just inherently difficult and it's and humans are just inherently messy and inconsistent and we like to think we're rational but we're very emotional uh and you know i so i don't think that there's uh i think it's like the free will that screws us up i think i think it's the the fact that we have free will i think if we didn't have free will there wouldn't uh i think be you know uh well i don't know maybe i can't say that uh i i think maybe you're right and maybe it's just like looking at it as as free will or not uh doesn't matter as much as the effects of looking at uh individual agency yes and and i think that's more so the point i think getting too bogged down in in the sort of binary of free will or no is not necessarily the point but more so that the effects of which and and having a entire society built around I'm curious to know Christian values built. Has this been tried somewhere? Well, uh, I don't know, but like, (laughs) like I'm curious if there was like, yeah. I mean, like this. This is sort of a a analytical structure of meta modernism. Is is something that? (laughs) But yeah, Uh, we've been talking for a long time, so I mean, I don't know of a good way to like tie a bow on all of that. But (laughs) yeah, well, and because I guess I like I like the notion of you know. If you're using that framework to redesign a government and economic system, uh, which like, you know, uh, God willing, we might be having to be tasked with in the near future. Uh, But I think there does have to be a a shift. And, you know, what what sucks to me is, is seeing, you know, what makes me feel powerless is not like thinking that I have free will or don't. It's like learning about how the Supreme court works. And then I'm like, and Oh God, like this is, this is where like our laws come from. Like it's these people. And I'm like, (laughs) and, and like, there's such a structure to get them to ever even be in the Supreme court. And like, just the political machines are so huge and convoluted. that it's just like overwhelming, you know? Uh, but I, I just, I, I think we're seeing it start to, uh, if not fall apart completely, uh, something's happening, right? It earlier you said that like, oh, what if the White House was nuked or something? It's like it's it's been nuked. It's been nuked like since the eighties, and <laughs> yeah, and and like we don't actually know what we're doing, and none of the people for generations have actually known what they've been doing, but they've just been doing, and and just it keeps going i guess but yeah it it is chaos and (laughs) yeah and you know it's it's hard to have a conversation like this and not mention something like the matrix because it's an easy analogy you know but uh i don't know i don't you know i think about this sometimes where i don't this notion that like we would need a simulation to be like controlled uh i i think is wild i'm like no like we are 
I don't think all, all we needed was just like somebody to have a head start. <laughs> you know, that's all it takes uh, to, to be like, okay, now I'm the boss and you do this. And if you don't like it, that's your problem. And I sure. think that's essentially like what happened to humanity. We just like, <laughs> whoever gets too much power can't seem to wield it uh, humanely. And the cycle repeats. Yeah. And maybe it kind of goes back to something I said a while back ago of just, decentralized morality like how much can we both as individuals but also together do things that make the world a better place yeah yeah without any sort of formalized thing that tells you that that if you touch your dick you're going to hell i uh I, I read, I want to say it was Kwame Ture, which is probably not even pronouncing that right, uh, but how one of his biggest critiques of the American education system is that it actually seemed to discourage people citing direct sources. And mm-hmm. so, you know, he kind of used this example of, you know, you can ask a, an American college student how they feel about, you know, Nazism or Adolf Hitler, and they will, you know, give you a firm negative answer. And it'll be like, what were his views? You know, what is, have you read any of his works? You know, and like, well, no. And he's like, and it's like, the point isn't that he's you know, got some good points, uh, but that, you know, there's a lot of uh, what we call education isn't actually education. Uh, there's a lot of, you know, anything that we're calling a thing usually isn't really that. There's, you know, the words are so inadequate to describe the experience, you know? Uh, and so I, that's why I'm staunchly on the side of, uh, free will and in most, you know, conversational contexts, <laughs> right? Uh, because I think it just feels like I'm a wild animal trying to navigate this insane place where people are doing insane things. And, uh, you know, even though I feel like I'm getting old, I feel like I'm kind of just making sense of things and just understanding my place and everything. Uh, and, you know, I think all I can really try to do is uh hopefully act uh in such a way locally that it improves the locale you know yeah. uh because yeah i've got big doubts about the uh you expand much further out of the locality and like i don't know what's gonna happen you know yeah, I, yeah. uh even just like watching this russian invasion and you know the the ripple effects where you know it has on markets and uh, you know, and how we don't have money to do just about anything. And there's more homeless people on this or unhoused people, excuse me, on, on the streets than I have ever seen with my own eyes. And we're like, eh, there's just billions for war. We got that anytime. Uh, <laughs> uh, you know, it all, uh, just seems like this weird game of the rich that we have very little say in. So I think this, I am very much in line with the, like there's our agency keeps getting restricted, uh, <laughs> but I have to, I have to rely on us having some amount uh, to hope that the good guy can like win in the end, you know, even if that's childish. <laughs> I will at least try and tie a bow on all of this to just say like, think globally, act locally, that sort of thing of the, yeah. the closer you get to yourself, the more things that you have the power over. So you yeah. like if you can vote uh i cannot but if you can vote like do so and that is at least something that you can do yeah and that's you know it's easy to read books and think about like these ideas right but <laughs> unfortunately the starting place is always right here right now yeah. and like 
is usually your ideas are pretty far away from right here, right now. <laughs> that's why they're ideas. And so that's why I, you know, I've, I kind of have to, uh, I will obsess over the global politics sometimes. I have to be like, no, like what don't need to like, we need to fix this place first. Sure, you know, yeah. there's, uh, I can torture myself over all of the evil shit happening in Palestine and and everywhere else and Yemen and all the stuff's going on right now that like just nobody even cares about because of Ukraine. Uh, it's just just mind flowing, uh, but like sickly predictable, uh, <laughs> you know. And it's like you just have to go around knowing that about humans, and I hate it. Uh, so yeah, it's a, it's a wild just, time. I don't know, just like finish your album. It's fine. <laughs> yeah that's that's what i'm trying to do just like put it take all these weird feelings and rants and put it somehow into to music and move on to the next thing yeah you know we're musicians anyways uh, yeah <laughs> uh david thank you so much for doing this with me yeah thanks for having me it's been a wild ride <laughs> where can we find you and your things uh yeah instagram uh fifth of, uh, fifth of hannon excuse me uh gonzo lebronzo and neon cathedral neon is spelled with a zero uh generally uh have have stopped using facebook or anything else and that's uh, anything we do you can find from instagram so yeah <laughs> uh yeah so thank you once again i'm santiago ramones i'm david hannon what song is playing at the end of this uh i guess we do water
You can find everything that I do on my website, SantiagoRamones.com. I make music and produce audio. The music you're hearing now is music I made. You can listen to official releases by Santiago Ramones on Spotify, Apple Music, and the other streaming places. Or you can support me directly by buying my music on Bandcamp. I'm working on Hypothetical, my first singer-songwriter album. So if you'd like to hear that at some point, there are lots of ways to support me on my website. There's a Discord server in which we discuss deep topics from the podcast, but it's also a community of beautiful human beings. All the links to all my things are on my website, SantiagoRamones.com. Please take a moment to rate and review the podcast. It would mean a lot to me to hear what you have to say, and it lets others know what to expect better than I could ever explain. I want to help the world have deeper conversations. So thank you for listening to and supporting BitDepth. I was in the podcast for my three things. They shape my life philosophy. Those three things are love never fails. It's going to be okay. I might be wrong.